wait, wait, hold on. Yes, you are in the right place. This is the Culture Jack podcast, but you would be excused for not thinking that it was or being confused right at the start because that is not the intro music for this podcast. No, that is the intro music for a podcast called It Goes Down in the PM, hosted by Julene, a a wonderful podcast host as far as I can tell. This week, Culture Jack is taking part in an event called uh, the Podcast Switcheroo, wherein we all, basically we put our names into a hat and we partner up with another podcast that maybe we've heard of, maybe we haven't heard of. And together, uh, each podcast gives the other podcast an episode of their show to play on their channel feed. And so that's what you're going to get this week. You're going to get an episode from It Goes Down in the PM, episode number 17, It Was Us. I, I really do hope you enjoy the, the couple podcast episodes of It Goes Down in the PM that I've listened to are very funny, very good. And she does a lot of the same things that we do here, covering media and entertainment and Hollywood and shows and movies that are going on. So I think you're going to enjoy it a whole lot. Um, And one of the things, one of the unique aspects of this show that she hosts, and I've only listened to a couple, so Julene, if I'm I'm wrong, I apologize, but I believe she has a little drink at the beginning. So... um, in honor of that, I've got here some Ezra Brooks bourbon whiskey, Kentucky Sour Mash. So I'm going to uh, pop it open uh, for you, Julene. Let's see. I'm not a sound effects guy, but I hope this gets all in the audio there. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't drink in the podcast episodes. It's very unnerving for me. And at this point, I'm... I'm day drinking as well, so it's an extra fun, fun little podcast for me. And remember, if you do like Julene's show, it goes down in the PM. Be sure to head over and check out her podcast feed. Uh, also, I've left her uh, social media uh, links in the description down below, so you can check that out. Also, uh, but go over, show her some love, and at the very least, go over and see what episode Culture Jacked decided to give her. Uh, for this podcast event. With all that being said, though, uh, Julene, the show is yours. Cheers. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We're back. It's wine o'clock. I'm your host, Julene, and this is what's going down in the PM. I got a great show for you today. I'm fighting the patriarchy one fuck you at a time, and I'm not acting like a lady. Today's birthday shout-outs. We got Antonio Brown turns 33, Alessia Cara turns 24, and Little Kim. That's not Little Kim. This picture is definitely not Little... Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's that's Little Kim. Okay. Little Kim turns 46. Culture Kiari Cephas turns two today. Sofia Berguera turns 48. Jessica Simpson turns 40. And happy birthday in heaven to inventor Nikola Tesla. And perhaps the most important birthday shout out of the day is my nephew, Arthur Reese. He turns five and he's awesome. So happy birthday to you. Here you go. Happy birthday to you. Cha 
cha cha. Especially my nephew. Yay! Happy birthday, guys! And now it's time for a shot for you, one for me, none for Kiara, uh, for culture and Arthur, because y'all too young. This is grown folk stuff. All right. So let's get right into it. The premieres. Today we got Atypical premiering on Netflix. Leverage Redemption premiering on IMDb TV. Virgin River. Oh, shit. Virgin River is coming back. I know exactly what I'm doing, y'all. I am binge watching Virgin River because I have to see if dude dies or not. They left it on a cliffhanger where dude got shot. And then there were rumors that they would not be returning and i was like oh no 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 you cannot leave it to where my boy i keep calling him Riggs because he played Riggs in Grey's anatomy and i was like oh no you can't leave it to where we don't know if he lives or dies dude got shot i am thoroughly convinced that brady shot him but then again i don't know so if that's coming back today i'm definitely tuning in virgin river on netflix then we got wellington paranormal on the cw oh god we already know what kind of a record cw has just strap your seatbelt in because you know Sorry, CW, but most of your shows kind of suck. Except for except for Superman and Lois. You, you guys are kind of killing it with that, so that is your one and only redemption. What else we got here? Okay, The White Lotus premieres Wellington Paranormal on the CW, premieres on Sunday, July 11th. We got Animal Kingdom on TNT, Sunday, White Lotus on hbo monday catch and kill the podcast tapes hbo huh that looks interesting then we got monday the beast must die at 10 p.m on amc miracle workers on tuesday july 13th on tbs oh shit callie's about to come back oh we got good trouble coming back yes Good Trouble coming back on Freeform Wednesday, July 14th, but I'm about to watch that shit on Hulu. We got B-Stars on Netflix on Thursday, July 15th. Never Have I Ever on Netflix, July 15th, Thursday. And The Outpost premieres Thursday on The CW. I could have sworn that was going to be the last season where they had like the Kins just fucking everybody up and, you know, they were on a hive mind. I just, I was like, okay, this is the beginning of the end. You, You cannot possibly tell me that they are going somewhere from here. But apparently they are continuing that story, so I'll be tuning into that. And we got a new new season of American Horror Stories premiering on FX on Thursday and Hulu. So I'm going to be watching that on Hulu. We got Dr. Death appearing on uh, Peacock. And then, yeah, Dr. Death on Peacock. 
that's it. I hate those shows where they're like, you know, they they kind of besmirch the nurses. Like, remember when Nurse Ratchet came out and I was like, this makes you never want to trust doctors or nurses ever. Seriously. But we got an interesting Who Got Beef coming on. This is your one and only warning. We are going to be discussing the topic of race. So that's your trigger warning. Turn back now. If not, if you're ready to get into this shit, you're ready to get into it, let me know something. Stay tuned. And a shout out to our new listener, Jason Miller, at Miller underscore that's me on Twitter. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for being a fan and sharing me around, man. I really appreciate it. So I appreciate you. There's your round of applause. Yay. All right. So we got who got beef coming up and we're going to be talking about Joe Rogan. Oh, yes. A lot of people have beef with Joe Rogan this week. Why? We're going to dig into it after these messages. When you're done listening to this podcast, check out mine. My name is Dave, and I'm the host of Beer in Front. My podcast is just enjoying the beer that's in front of you. Sometimes we forget about a classic beer while we focus on the new trendy thing. What I try to do each week is to enjoy an old-school classic or have a beer that has potential to be a classic. I'll also talk about events of the day. I'll add my spin to things. And each week there are people that really annoy me. And I'll call them out as the jag off of the week. That's Beer in Front, available wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm about to play the Never Straight Answer promo, but um, yeah, his jag off of the week segment is really funny. I really like that. It's hilarious. I tune into his podcast. It's funny. So my boy, Beer in Front. Check it out. Jack of the week. Super funny. Anyway, here's Never a Straight Answer. Hey, why don't you listen to the Never a Straight Answer podcast? It's a podcast that aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host, Gaz, and joined each week, it's my co-host, Mr. Taylor. Well, hey, we look at strange happenings that go on around your area. And a little segment we like to call, What's Fucked Up Where You're From? Plus, we cover the big topics like cryptids, the Mothman, poltergeist, secret Nazi space programs, UFOs, close encounters, glitches in the Matrix, flat earth, time travel, plus so much more. We even have the occasional guest. Also, we've got international news, global affairs, including space. Space and beyond. So why not check out the Never A Straight Answer podcast? We're available on all podcast platforms from iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Or you can visit the website at neverastraightanswer.co.uk. I've been Gaz. I've been Taylor. Peace. Out. All right, welcome back, and thank you for sticking with us through the promos. Now, those are my friends. Beer, again, beer in front, jack off the drag, jag off of the week is really funny. And those guys, uh, never a straight answer, have a really interesting topics a lot of times. So I would definitely check them out. Now, let's get into who got beef. Remember last week when um, David Boreanaz was trending? Well, Joe Rogan was trending. Now, I do not listen to his podcast because I am a UFC fan and he was recommended to me by a friend. So I went to check it out and this is what I heard. You can never be woke enough. That's the problem. It keeps going. 
It keeps right. going further and further and further down the line. And if you get to the point where you capitulate, where you agree to all these demands, it'll eventually get to straight white men are not allowed to talk. Right. Because it's your privilege to express yourself when other people of color have been silenced throughout history. It, it will be you're not allowed to go outside because so many people were imprisoned for so many years. I mean, I'm not joking. No, I, I know, I know. It, it really will get there. It's that crazy. Get the fuck yeah, out of we here. We just got to be nice to each other, man. And th there's a lot of people that are taking advantage of this weirdness in our culture, and then that becomes their thing. Their thing is calling people out for their privilege, calling people out for their position. You know, it's, uh, it's fucking crazy times. Yeah, most definitely. But I do feel like... Yeah, I, I had to give him an extra long boo because when my friend recommended him, I definitely went to check him out. And that's what I heard. And I was like, really? So we are comparing the str the black struggle to have a voice and have equity to creating false parallels and saying that this is an excuse to silence cis white males and i could not believe he managed to make the black struggle for a voice and equity about him and i was just so thrown and you know what not a single ufc conversation happened during that show so that was the first time i ever checked out joe rogan and the last and then i discovered that he was trending this week so i wondered what that was all about and i checked it out here is what i uncovered whole debate about the maoa gene which is like this gene that um black america you know black uh, you know africans have like much it's like a proclivity to violence that they have. M-A-O-A-G. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, you know, I recommend people Google it and do their own research. It's like a big debate about whether or not. But basically, like, what it is is it's, you know, if we if you think about, like, you know, kind of white European Asian ancestors as we kind of moved out of Africa, like, aggression and violence was kind of less necessary because we were, like, farmers and stuff. But, right? God, is that really true? Now, you'll notice at the end he's asking, but, God, is that really true? So... I did not want to present half a story, and I went looking for this. This interview is nowhere to be found at all. Apparently, it was just pulled off the internet because it was just so offensive and so ludicrous. And this was his guess. And again, not a single conversation about UFC was had that day. So I'm confused fused as to why his show pops up as a ufc discussion podcast i mean the so far the joe rogan experience to me has been offensive slightly stupid and filled with pseudoscience but i mean i mean that's your boy joe uh you didn't end the interview you continued and it lived on the internet long enough to to trend this week and then i did a further investigation and found out that this was an old ass interview that is circulating again why because your boy is an idiot joe that's why your boy is not a scientist your boy is someone that hangs out in his mama's basement and googles shit because it's fun but since we brought up the topic and he feels like we are inherently violent, I figured 
let's go over the body count. And I was like, you know, hey, maybe he's right. You remember when entire flourishing black towns were burned to the ground? The families that lived there were lynched and then covered up with a lake. You didn't know? That was us. You remember the serial killer that killed and ate gay men? That was us too. And then you remember that one time when we annihilated an entire race of people, stole their land, whitewashed the education system. Why? To kind of cover up our crimes because we did not want everyone to know that we stole this land. So through the Mandela effect, basically, people are being taught for so long that this is that we belong here. We forget this land is stolen. You want to say that we are inherently violent. And is that that our body count? Is that us? Did we do that? Okay. so moving right along, let's go over. There were six million Jewish, gypsy and gay people that died during World War II. Was that us too? I mean, you made the claim, sir, neo-Nazi, friend of Joe Rogan, on his show. You made the claim that black people are inherently violent. And, you know, you gave me some trash-ass science that didn't make any sense. The genetics doesn't work like that. So let's look at the empirical data. The empirical data is where we take a super large sample size and I'm thinking more than 6 million people and that's not including the race of people that were annihilated in the name of westward expansion. So we're now in the millions, right? And then we're not even talking about the people that die in the name of uh, conquest and colonization. So we, we didn't even cover those guys yet. We just talked about the random ass serial killers and the people that died during World War II in a systematic annihilation and the people that died during westward expansion. I figured that was a large enough sample size to examine the claim that we are inherently violent. And you know what? I'm being sarcastic when I say that was us too because it wasn't. That was not us. That was the country that your little neo-Nazi friend wants to see. That is the values he wants to resurrect and the dictator that he posthumously supports and honors. So if you think we're inherently violent, look at the body count, buddy. All those crimes, all those millions of people that died, you know who committed that crime? It was a Caucasian man. But you know what? He didn't commit those crimes against the, he didn't kill all those people and commit genocide. The country, the dictator, they didn't do that because they were white. They did that because they are assholes. And so are you. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Fuck your Joe Rogan experience. Fuck your guests. And you know what? I can only surmise that the Joe Rogan experience is one of racist, cis white male privilege and white fragility and pseudoscience so you are canceled and you can go fuck yourself too i got britney news y'all it's britney bitch so britney went into court for her conservatorship over here at the la county courthouse this past week and she actually spoke for herself she went in there and she addressed the judge and she said She has been subjected to some horrific treatment. According to Britney Spears, she addressed a judge and she has 
not been allowed to get her hair and her nails done. She talks about how she feels about not being able to get her hair and nails done and then seeing the staff that works for her getting her hair and nails done, which, I mean, that's fucked up. She pays them. They all work for her. I can't even imagine. But perhaps the most chilling testimony to me is that in this day and age, in the year 2021, there is a grown woman in her 30s that has to ask her father permission to spend the money that she earns. She does not even have bodily autonomy, y'all. She has an IUD, and because of the conservatorship, she needs permission from the people managing her, her estate and her person to have that IUD removed. She also has a boyfriend. I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, this is a great guy. He loves her very much. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but she's a grown-ass woman. She has she has the right to go date the guy that's either going to be the man of her dreams or ruin her life. They say you have three great loves. One, one as a teen, one that fucks you up as a young adult in your 19s and 20s, and then your true love. I'm just saying she had Justin Timberlake as a teenager. She had K-Fed as a young adult. Maybe this guy might be the, the true love guy. You just never know. I don't understand why as a grown ass woman, she is going through all of this just to have some sort of say over her own body. Like, where do they do that at? Honestly. And the more I hear about her dad, the more disgusted I am. And, you know, the first thing you think is, oh, well, what about her friends? What about her sisters, her cousins? And, you know, I got a lot of sisters, y'all. I got, like, four sisters. I love them to death because I know that shit would never happen to me. Between my sisters and my two brothers, it just, it would never happen. They'd be like, sis, why, why, why you don't set boundaries? What are you doing? That's your money. So, upon looking at this, I see Brittany doing her thing, making her money. She has, she should have, like, billions of dollars she just i feel like her father spends her money frivolously she's got a huge staff like for what why she doesn't even have like new clothes she you know she'll she'll wear the hell out of uh some shorts and a t-shirt always super casual and not gonna lie though cold cases with colette showed a dance that she did on the instagram and that shit was mad creepy like she she definitely looks like she just she needs to get out so Brittany knew she actually spoke up she told everybody that she has been subjected to some horrible treatment and she doesn't even have say over her own body this is not the 19th century we don't need permission to own property divorce our husbands she has a right to say, I want to have a family. And the fact that her conservatorship is preventing her from that is so fucked up. And you know, when she decided not to perform until her dad was off her conservatorship, when she decided that she didn't want to do certain things, when she decided to walk into court and advocate for herself, 
she doesn't sound like someone who is unhinged. She sounds like a woman who knows exactly what she wants. So, I mean, get yourself together. And then she said something that was like so poignant. She said, I don't get money to go maintain myself, get my hair and nails done, but my staff has nice nails. And she says, I pay you. I'm paying you to abuse me. This does not sound like an unhinged woman. This sounds like a woman who is tired of your shit. So I brought up the siblings, right? I said my siblings would never let this happen to me. But then you go to see Jamie Lynn Spears and whatnot. And this bitch is on her little Instagram page. She is just going along with it. And she's making fun of her sister. Your sister's check pays for your whole lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows who you fucking are. You are Jamie Lynn Spears. You know who you are? Britney Spears' little sister. I was told that you had some sort of acting career, but I didn't watch you. The only reason I even know your name and the only reason why most people know your name is because you're Britney Spears' little sister and you're the trifling little bitch that never stood up for her, always had some bullshit to say, always throwing shade at her on social media. So, you know, here we go. Jamie Spears. We can just go ahead and, you know. Canceled. Jamie Lynn Spears. Canceled. We are just going to cancel the whole fucking Spears family, their staff, their lawyers, and the judge. Canceled. The only person that I think is sort of okay right now is the mom because the mom is saying for to allow Brittany to have her own lawyer because she doesn't want a lawyer that is on Jamie Spears's payroll which is understandable she has a right to that so you know free Brittany it's Brittany bitch next up we got Shikari Richardson I just went off on a whole tangent about Britney Spears and I'm just like flying through this show. I mean, look, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Instagram, email me. It goes down in the PM at mom is always right. That's W-R-I-T-E. And let me know what you think. Should Britney be released from her conservatorship? Should we be all in the business? Do you think there's something going on behind the scenes? Should we all just mind our business? Well, what what is it? Are you team free Britney or are you team just leave her ass there? Honestly, the way she even got here, I am of the mindset that the paparazzi is responsible. She was just exploited from a really young age. When I watch Framing Britney Spears, I'll tell you, it made me absolutely sick to my stomach. There was a, she was a little girl and that old man, Ed McMahon, was being a complete creeper. And it just started from there and just kept on going. I just keep, whenever I hear her name, I just ask myself, how did we get here? 
how are we in the year 2021 and there is a woman in her 30s not allowed to make decisions about her own body? That's just not even right. And then you you have celebrities like Iggy Azalea, Christina Aguilera. All these celebrities are tweeting out their support for her. And, you know, I am the hugest Christina fan, so I'm like, I was... I was really touched by what she had to say. I'm not the hugest Iggy Azalea fan, but what she said made sense. She said that she had to sign an NDA just to perform with Britney Spears. That's kind of crazy. Why do you need a NDA just to share a stage with someone? At that point, you know something shady is going on. That's my take. Um, I'm going to move on to Shikari Richardson. Okay, so this... This is a really polarizing topic because some people are team pot. They say, you know, she she smoked pot. It's medicinal. Some people say, okay, well, you know, it's against the rules. My view on it, um, my fiance's view is he is not he is not for pot at all. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't drink. And he really doesn't think pot should be allowed. I personally don't think pot's that big a deal. I was glad that it was decriminalized because I am tired of seeing, you know, people of color go to jail over a pot violation. And I'm talking years. A certain um, Madam Vice President sent people to prison for years for pot violations. And I just didn't think that's right. We legalized alcohol. We legalize cigarettes. And you know what? Cigarettes kill more people than any other thing. It has been proven to make you sick. You know, I I was personally affected by a drunk driver. You know, and he's probably not even going to see jail time. But everybody is losing their whole mind over pot. Why? It doesn't make any sense to me. However, in terms of the rules... Yes, yes, the rules are the rules. I just don't think that that should be the rules. I think that rule should be changed. I think pot has legit medicinal qualities that should be explored. I've, I have seen some pretty amazing things with cancer patients who couldn't keep anything down smoking pot and finally gaining some weight and feeling a little bit better with their stomach veterans with ptsd they smoke an indica strain and they got a nice body high and it helps with the anxiety my experience when i came home from deployment i was kind of freaking out i tended to isolate and you know i wouldn't leave my house and my brother hooked me up with some kush and I tried it. Um, I think this one, it was more of a body high, I think. And I felt better. I left my house. I lived a, I, w- I was able to do semi-normal things. I went to the grocery store without freaking out. And if you guys have tuned in to prior shows, you'll know that, that I when I first came home, I tended to have more incidences in the grocery store and um in elevators i know it's it's not something i'm proud of but well shit 
It happens. <laughs> Shit happens. So I don't know. I just I think we can't ignore the medicinal properties of these. I know when I used to have nightmares and I came home, the VA would prescribe me these drugs. Like, I don't know if any of y'all have ever had Trazodone. It was supposed to help me sleep through the night when I first came home. But it made me feel like I was trapped in my nightmares. Like, I was having bad nightmares. I used to just wake up, but then... What would happen was I'd take Trazodone per the VA's prescriptions. And then next thing you know, I would know that I'm having a nightmare. And then I just wouldn't wake up from it. And that was my experience with Trazodone. They also prescribed Xanax, which just half a pill, like a microdose, made me a drooling mess of a person. I had it one time and never again. So, I mean, when I came home and smoked pot, I was functional. I wasn't too high to do stuff. I wasn't stuck. I slept okay. But there are drawbacks to it, too. They say it's a gateway drug. Now, I will be honest. I do not know a single person that smoked pot and decided, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do heroin today because pot's not enough. Sorry, not sorry. I don't know a single person that did that. I do know I do know a lot of people who are like, you know what? I'm going to go drink and now I cannot stop drinking. I know people who have those type of issues, but I don't know a single person that started smoking pot and decided that they were going to go fuck their life up. So maybe it's me. In my opinion, they need to just decide some like it's legal in most of the states now there there are some states that are still behind on that but it is still illegal on a federal level so i just kind of think that we need to decide are are we gonna make this legal or not and if we do then it needs to be legal everywhere on a federal level too it's kind of like a shit or get off the pot situation it's like okay so i'm gonna be in california where smoking pot's legal, but then I can't, I could very well, if I'm driving or whatever, go through a state where it's not legal and then find myself in some federal trouble, which I don't think that's fair. That's not right. Either make it legal or make it illegal. Just make a decision. Damn. As far as Shikari Richardson, I'm sorry this happened to you and I am very sorry for your loss. And I think that what happened to you was an injustice. I know what it's like to lose someone that you care about so deeply. I didn't lose my mother, mind you. My mom is still here, but my great-grandmother was like my life. I loved her. She she would always she would always think about me. Like I knew my mother loved me, but my mom had to raise me. My great grandmother didn't have to do shit but love me and spoil me she and however I turned out that was it that how I turned out fell on my mother but this woman she loved me so much and I loved her too losing her was like losing a part of my heart I to this day I think about about her and I get I get teary-eyed and I miss her she used to make this funny face whenever I, she, she, 
the reason why I say in the beginning of this podcast, I'm fighting the patriarchy one fuck you at a time and I'm not acting like a lady is like, I always think of her because I was a bit rough when I was younger. I like to run around, get dirty. I like to be outside. I scrape my knees and she would always make this face like, like she smelled something bad and then she'd be like, I knuckle. Why can't you act like a lady? <laughs> and then she'd patch up my knee or whatever. I remember when I ripped my jeans on purpose, she she sewed them back up. <laughs> so the the point is, I, I know that feeling. And you know, like, I feel you. If the pot made you feel better, you know, I get it. They did you dirty, girl. But, I mean, it is what it is. I honestly hope you are given a chance to compete because what happened to you, Shikari Richardson, was not fair. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this in by saying, yo, I feel you. I stand with you. I'm for you. And whoever tried to cancel you, I'm going to give that a... Get the fuck out of here. You know... Here and here is your round of applause. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Anyway, we are out of time, so if I offended you, I know I was a little bit ranty today and I apologize. I was I feel like I was more ranty than funny, but I was still I was still kind of funny, so yeah. If I offended you, fuck you. And remember, it's a joke, not a dick. Don't take it so hard. Goodbye.